This meeting is being recorded. <laughs> Thanks. Why has somebody started doing that? I know. <laughs> By continuing to be in the meeting, you are consenting to being recorded. Continue. Oh. Thanks. I mean, you know. This is Trainer Talk, the podcast, brought to you by Sharon Gaskin of the Trainers Training Company and me, Jeanette Tessier of the Get That Gang. In our weekly show, we cover news and views from our businesses, along with a top-of-mind topic. Of course, it wouldn't be Trainer Talk, the podcast, without the Dog Walking Digest, and every now and again, we invite a guest along to share their experience and expertise. After 90 episodes of Just Audio, we're now on YouTube as well. So feel free to catch up there. Just search for the Trainers Training Company or the Get That Gang, or download us on audio only through your favourite podcast streamer. So why not sit back with a cuppa, make that journey or chore go a little bit quicker with our weekly inspiration for developing your training business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Trainer Talk, the podcast, and we're at episode number 107. So Sharon, how are you doing? How's your week been in Wales? Wet and windy? Well, it's been wet and windy everywhere, hasn't it? <laughs> well, yes, I was just going to say in a word, wet. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I know it rains a lot in Wales, but honestly, this is getting beyond a joke now. It mm-hmm. really is beyond yeah. a joke. It's great. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's been sort of, you know, pretty... Um, uh, pretty miserable everywhere really uh to, to yeah. be honest and the wind last week i mean and on occasions i was really battling just to try and put one foot in front of the other on the dog walk it's crazy i know yeah it's been really i mean i can't believe that it's may can you no you not just literally sitting here in jumpers and cardies and you know I literally saturday afternoon I had one jumper on. No, yesterday, it was yesterday afternoon, I had one jumper on. Mm-hmm. And then it got to about three o'clock. And I was like, oh, God, I'm too cold. I had to put another one. <laughs> Two layers, three layers on. I'm not surprised. Like, ridiculous. I know. Crazy. I know. My, my heating came back on properly um, over yeah. the weekend. And yeah, bonkers weather. Absolutely bonkers. Same to mum yesterday on the dog walk. It felt like March. It didn't feel like May. Yeah. And yet, no. they, um, uh, I can't remember which channel it was, but one of them had one of their weather presenters doing something. I think it might have been on the BBC website. Um, and I saw this little video that had been recorded, uh, which was the title was something like, why is the weather so bad at the moment or something like that. Um, and he was trying to say it's not any worse than it normally would be. It's just that we are more aware of it because we're going outside again now. And I'm thinking... No, I don't buy that, mate. I do not buy that. I can tell you. Exactly. Last year it was gorgeous because we had, remember, all the lovely lockdown weather. And the year before, I can tell you exactly, was the same time when we were here on holiday in our Airbnb. Mm -hmm. um, And it was absolutely gorgeous all week. So, sorry. Yeah, exactly. They're wrong. (laughs) Who cares if they're qualified in meteorological stuff? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. It's. A, I think there is a certain amount of being more aware of the weather when you are um, coming out of, of something like a lockdown. But this, no, this is not um, normal for, for May. You'd expect it in March okay. and April. And then on the weather last night, they were saying that it might be uh, that... Um, the May temperatures are going to be worse than the March average temperatures or something. I can't, I can't remember specifically what it was, but it put the lie to saying that this is totally normal for this time of year anyway. Um, yeah. So it's like, yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. They just guess. They just look out the window and go, yeah, raining. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Again. 
Oh dear. But yeah, so apart from it being wet uh, in Welsh Wales, how has your week been? Um, It's been uh, good. Yeah, it's been all right, apart from um, the usual rubbish going on with the with the house oh dear. hashtag wallgate uh-huh. so what's what's the latest with wallgate uh, am i going to need to get ranty again oh well i mean you know I'll, i won't go into all the details because i'm sure our listeners uh don't want to know all, all the full story <laughs> but you know it has been a little bit you know with with uh an outside wall that our buyer has got an issue with because mm-hmm. she thinks it's about to collapse, which of course it isn't because mm-hmm. it's actually been there for about a hundred years and yeah. it ain't going anywhere. No. Um, but you know, she insists, you know, she's had a structural engineer round and you know, we've had and now she we you know, we, we had different builders around to do different quotes. So we've kind of done all that. And mm-hmm. then uh, she said that wasn't acceptable. Then we said we put it back on the market. Now she's come back and said, you know, she, um, we said we'd pay for the work ourselves. And now she's saying she doesn't want us to do that. But she'd quite like five grand off, five grand off the house, please. Yeah. And how much is the work uh, going to cost? Not much more than uh, a thousand yeah. pounds. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Yes. Not, not that it's obvious at all that uh, all she was after was money off in the first place, but oh, it does Indeed. annoy me. So when it's do all that. been a little bit, yeah, it's yeah. been a little bit uh, annoying, and it's been like a kind of uh, annoying uh, soundtrack to the week. Yeah, <laughs> not good. But not good. Apart, not good. Not good. Uh, but apart from that, on the business side. Um, Busy, busy, busy. Um, we're into week three of our More Than Membership programme, which has been all about content, yeah? <laughs> yeah. And um, I think one of the big takeaways from uh, everybody for this from this week's session has been about the fact that um, they've got so much already. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has got so much content sitting, up, sitting under their noses, you yeah. know, and, uh, different you know people have written books you know they've got stuff on the computer they've got interviews they've got audios they've got podcasts they've got this that and the other so um you know so we debunked the myth that it was all about having to create all this new stuff yes um which was uh, very encouraging for lots of people so that's that's really been good mm-hmm. um i've done the second week of my weekly facebook live that yeah. i'm doing in the Free Facebook group, How to Build a Training Business, and also on the Trainers Training Company page. Now, what do we think about pages versus groups, Jeanette? Because Mm -hmm. I have noticed recently, Facebook, they're always changing the goalposts, as we know. Yep. And uh, about a year ago, possibly even longer, there was this massive thing about groups, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? About they changed the algorithms, and now basically the only way to get... Um, any of your content seen was to put it in a group Mm -hmm. Um, but that no longer seems to be the case (laughs) yes (laughs) I think Facebook have decided they'd rather favor pages at the moment Mm. because what's been really interesting I put the the video goes out live uh, simultaneously in the free group and on the page Mm -hmm. and I've noticed that I'm getting more engagement and more views on the page yeah. rather than the group. Yeah, what interesting. What do you think about that? Have you noticed the same? Uh-huh. Um, it seems to be because my, uh, you know, I set up pages for uh, two uh, of the five Get That Gang brands and one for the Get That Gang itself. Um, and yeah. I had noticed just in the last couple of months 
getting notifications that more people are liking the pages and it's like well you didn't show them yeah. to anybody for ages and, and to be fair i've not done a lot with them because we had this advice that groups were where it was at yeah. and and you know yeah, yeah. that's what you should be concentrating on and it's like well how are people finding the pages then unless they're actively searching for them which okay fine yeah, you yeah. know that is also a possibility but there just did seem to be a difference between the two um which you know yeah. i mean do we chase around after what we think Facebook are doing with their algorithm or do we just continue yeah. to put out stuff in both yeah. pages and groups in the knowledge that one of them might hit and the other one might yeah. not you know yeah, yeah, because yeah. we've got all yeah. that trouble with groups where they keep changing people's notifications from show me every post to only showing highlights or something like that and you know yeah. and it's just it's bonkers because I mean I, I, I have had to not unfriend a few people but um, reduce the friendship to just follow this person but don't see any of their posts because they're showing me posts from people. It's like, I barely know this person or I knew them at school. And it's like, I'm just, I'm not yeah. interested in what's going on for them. Um, you know, yeah, great, fine to connect and all the rest of it. If we have a reunion, fantastic. Um, but your life and my life are in completely polar opposite places. I would much rather hear about these other people. Uh, and you think, well, I put them in my favourites list for a reason. It's like, why am I not seeing what's going on with this yeah. person? And you sort of think, oh, God, you could spend forever trying to trying to game the algorithm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of, you know, come on, Facebook. <laughs> Decide sort it out. what it is that you want. Because they can't seem to to decide it's no. like one minute you know they are the ultimate in kind of scattergun marketing aren't they mm -hmm. you know they really are you know they won't stick with one thing yeah. consistently for any length of time before they're off changing it to something else and mm -hmm. it is exhausting and so i mean the good thing about using Streamyard as i do it just simultaneously yeah. streams the live video to to the group yeah, on the page so i don't you? really need to worry about no. oh where do i put it but i just thought that was an interesting observation definitely about about pages about how obviously at the moment they are facebook's flavor of the month but hey you know three months time could be something completely different you know <laughs> And of course, we know it will be. <laughs> yeah, I think if there's one thing guaranteed, it's going to be that, you know, it won't stay still uh, for, no! for long, for sure, oh, for sure. But, absolutely. you know, it's given rise to a whole industry of experts uh, talking about, you yeah. know, how to make the most of Facebook and, and all the rest of it. And, you it's know, true. no doubt there are some people out there that really do know their stuff. Um, I know some of them. Yeah. Um, but there there are also yeah. other people go, oh, yeah, this is where it's at. And you think, yeah, but that's not working anymore. That was last week. <laughs> this, this week yeah. is last something week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> completely yeah, exactly. different. Completely different. But anyway. Yeah, so... So that's kind of uh, cool. So I've been doing my my Tuesday tips, twelve thirty every Tuesday. Come and join us, obviously mm -hmm. in the in the Facebook group or the Facebook page. Yes. Um, and the other thing that I've been doing is uh, something is a is a Zoom um, on Wednesday morning at ten o'clock. So again, it's free to join and it doesn't rely on Facebook. You don't need to go into Facebook. You can just click on the Zoom link. And uh, this is a session around marketing. Um, and a bit more than that is called manageable marketing. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I've called it manageable marketing is that because I've noticed in all these years of running my business and being with all the trainers in my community, most people know about marketing in the sense of, you know, if we were to ask them to generate 20 things, 20, 20 things they could do to market their business, most people would come up with 20 things. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. The difficult bit is actually doing any of them <laughs> or deciding <laughs> yeah. which ones yeah. you are going to do. And that is because people get really overwhelmed. Mm. Um, they don't know what to do. A bit like Facebook, they try a bit here, try a bit there. Uh, you know, try it for a while and then they give up and so on. And it just becomes this great big beast and it doesn't become in any way, shape or form manageable. Totally. So I yeah. just thought it would be great to, you know, people to run a Zoom, people can come on, um, you know, ask me their, you know, their marketing challenges and questions. And and with the advice that I could give, I can just try and get people to see marketing as something that is a, is a bit more Definitely. doable for yeah. them. You know? Absolutely. Um, so... Um, so yeah, so we had a really a nice nice session on the on Wednesday. I think yeah. we had about I don't know seven or eight people turned up. Which oh, is great. good, that's really good. Um, and the great thing about it, we had some great questions, and um, and Rachel put them together, and she did a she did a great video because I said I don't really want to be putting the video out on social media because of people's faces and people's, you know, we're talking about challenges and things yeah. that were you know relevant to their business, and I don't really want to do that for obvious reasons and um, but what she did do was she listened to it watched it and she just took the salient questions and the salient points and she put it together in a little video nice like a, yeah uh, well we didn't see people's faces no and it was wonderful and so yeah. a great bit of repurposing so yeah. she put it in the newsletter she put it on social media she put it in the groups and stuff like that so yeah, so fantastic. So from one one hour, no, not even an hour, it's 45 minutes. I restrict it to 40, 45 minutes, that's yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so from that session once a week, we get lots of uh, nice content. And, oh, nice. Uh, and again, um, an opportunity for people to kind of come into my world <laughs> if they so wish. Well, it's about building up no like, and trust, isn't it? And funny enough, that yeah. links really nicely with our top of mind topic today, doesn't it? Um, because mm. what you're doing is helping people understand who you are and what you do. So, yeah, you know, absolutely. I think that, that's yeah, a really good so, thing. Yeah, so that's, that's good. Um, and I've kind of been pleased with that because it's something that I've been wanting to do for ages. And, mm. you know, because my calendar has been so, you know, busy. And I didn't want to start doing it until I knew I could commit to it consistently. Yeah. Because I do think these things are always better if you do them on the same day and time every week. Yes, so, yeah. Um, I had to wait till there was a space, a good run at it, that I knew <laughs> I could put it in every week uh, yeah. at a certain time. So uh, so I've done that, which, uh, which is great. Brilliant. Um, Transform Development Day was last week, obviously, with my Transform Mastermind uh, people we do uh, a full day uh, once a month and uh, we were talking about marketing and uh, talking about fixing leaky buckets which was uh, quite interesting yeah. <laughs> so what leaky what leaks do you have in your marketing systems and how can you fix them mm -hmm. so uh, that was uh, that was a really nice session um, and on that uh, I'm going to shamelessly uh, self-promote because Good. Uh, this is uh, really what we're talking about in Top of Mind in a minute. But, you know, um, just to say with my Transform uh, program, which is, uh, well, it started off as a year-long program, but uh, there are several people in the mastermind who just want to carry on. So what I've said to them all is that those who want to carry on can carry on. And those who don't want to carry on, don't, you know, they're under no obligation to do that, yeah. which will probably mean that there will be a few spaces mm -hmm. um, coming up in October 
because the current 12-month program finishes in September. So if anybody is listening and they like the sound of that and they want to just have a chat with me about it, then uh, come and have a chat with me. Nice. <laughs> and I will happily have a chat with you about our Transform Mastermind program, which has been, um, yeah, it's been an amazing journey, actually, yeah. for me and for everybody involved in the program. So, Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you've seen. I have, you know, I'm not involved in the program, but I have seen, because I know the people that are, um, yeah. some amazing transformations in, in people mm. just uh, over the course of, of the almost year that they've been doing it now. Um, and yeah. particularly as a result of being in really strange times that we're in anyway, uh, I think yeah. it's amazing that people have been able to achieve as much as, as they have done. It's fantastic. So, you know, that right there is is testament to how good it is to be yeah. involved in a focused mastermind like that. Um, yeah. If you have a, a sort of a, a clear, I was going to say a clear goal, but you don't have to have a clear goal. I think you just have a clear have to have a clear idea that you want to do things better. Uh, and then the mastermind is what yeah. helps you shape that and form that and, and gives you the goals and, yeah. and the understanding uh, for it. Yeah. So that's brilliant. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, you know, they're all, you know, incredible business owners. And that's the great thing about a mastermind. And uh, what I always say to people, it's not a training program. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a mastermind, mm -hmm. which means we make use of the amazing minds that we have in the group. Yeah. And, you know, because everybody has got, you know, different takes on things and different ideas to share and stuff like that. So it has been, uh, you know, hugely, as its name suggests, hugely transformative <laughs> for those who are, who've been on it over the last year, which is great. So, yeah, come and have a chat with me about that. Um, and then finally, oh, my God, I've got a massive confession to make. Uh -oh. oh, my God. Uh oh And this is going to be another topic for a top of mind one week. <laughs> Um, because I signed up for yeah, you know everything that Michael Neal puts out. Yes, I just have you to sign do up because, first, yeah. Because of FOMO, because fear yeah. of missing out. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and I'm quite often with him. I don't really know what I'm signing up for, but because it's him, I just know that I will always get value. something. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that value yeah. is going to be, but I will always get it. Yeah, and um, and so so I've been doing this. He calls it the advanced course. Mm -hmm which I did actually do last year as well. Yeah. Um, and that's been doing the, the three-week journey where we do every every day at four o'clock and whatnot, uh, which I haven't managed to do them all, but have managed to to, to get come to, you know, quite a few of them. Um, and I will catch up with the rest on recording. But then it goes, it, it extends out into, basically it's a four-month program that we're doing, yeah. which involves um, a couple of, you know, weekends. And I looked in my calendar and I saw that this weekend, it was like Saturday and Sunday. And the problem with his stuff is that because he's in California, it's a massive time difference. Yeah, yeah. And so if it starts, at, it's a full day for him. So if it starts at four o'clock for us, it doesn't finish till 11 o'clock at night, yeah. which is, you know, it's a big commitment. And so I, I dipped in and out. I dipped, I dipped in and out on Saturday and then I didn't do any on Sunday. <gasps> I feel terrible because I feel like I'm one of these people that's not turning up for programs. <laughs> but I, I will think, watch the recording. Yeah, exactly. I, I promise. I promise, Michael. I will. I will. I will do that. I'm sure he <laughs> understands that people live in different time zones. I think we're we're yeah. fairly set that somebody of his uh, uh, experience will uh, totally understand about that. 
Um, but it's impossible. I mean, I know with the with the certified master persuader stuff, we've had people literally from all around the world, America, Australia, obviously in the UK, but also in Europe. Um, uh, who else? There was somebody, somebody in India. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's impossible to find a time that suits everybody. Impossible. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. one of those things where you just have to plump for a time and go, right, turn up if you can, if you can't catch the recording and we'll see what we can do to make it more convenient for you. Uh, at one point yeah. so my as you know my um, certified master persuader stuff we had one week we were at 11 o'clock UK UK time the next week we were at four o'clock 4 p.m uh, UK yeah. time and then the week after we were at eight o'clock uh, 8 p.m mm. UK time now actually none of those are desperately inconvenient for me I mean yeah eight o'clock at night is a bit sort of you know but there were people tuning in it's like it's 6 a.m here it's one o'clock in the morning here yeah. and it's just like wow yeah. okay that's commitment <laughs> I've had it quite easy uh, on that program, but they've really gone the extra mile to to turn up for it. And nobody minded if it was kind of, oh, they weren't there because it's, you know, stupid o'clock in the morning yeah. for them. They'll catch the recording. And yeah. I get, you know, I mean, you talk about FOMO with Michael Neal stuff. I get that there is this kind of... Um, there is a benefit to being live on something as opposed to, to catching a recording for sure. Yeah. But if you just can't fit it in, don't contort yourself, bend over backwards. Yeah. And, you know. it's, it's just that I, um, I don't want to be one of those people who just, who, as I say, I think a great topic for a, um, a top of mind one week, which we won't do today because we've got another one, mm. would be why do people start courses and then not finish them mm -hmm. and not show up for things? Yeah. And so I don't, I don't want to be one of those people because, as you know, you know you, you yeah. attract what you put out there. Yeah. So it's kind of if if I don't start showing up on programs I've signed up for, then you know maybe my participants are going to start doing the same to me. That's mm. the kind of thing. So I want to make sure that I'm in, yeah. in yeah. you know complete Committed. integrity. Yeah. By, yeah. By, yeah. By by doing it, and so then I was like, oh God, I'm just like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I think, you know, sometimes you also have to accept that, you know, a, a bit of self-care um, uh, is required to to not put yourself in a position where you're going to be absolutely shattered before your week has even started um, because mm. you've been staying up and listening and all the rest of it. It's much yeah. better, I think, for something like that to go, do you know what? I know I'm not going to be able to concentrate properly because I'm going to be worrying about the fact that it's getting so late and uh, not mm -hmm. listening and all the rest of it catch up at a time when you feel fresh and you feel ready to, mm, to consume yeah. the content and that kind of thing. Yeah. And at least with a recording, you know you can watch it, you know, over and over and over um, anyway to, yeah. to really get yeah. to, true, to where true, you need true, to get true. to for, for that. But I don't think yeah. there's any danger of you ever being that kind of person, Sharon. You're all right. <laughs> You're all right. And I would imagine that, you know, if, if Michael Neal does a, a search for everything Sharon Gaskin has purchased from me, he'd go, no, no, this is a committed person for sure. Well, that's why, and that's the thing, it's very clever marketing. That's why I told you I get such a massive discount yeah. because I'm one of the, whatever it is, is top 600 or 500 people. Yeah. We've decided we would just give this huge, because he knows that they are the people who will just do everything. Yeah. Um, you know, because mm -hmm. we love him so much. <laughs> well, there you go, you see. There you go. Raving fans. That's what it's all about. It's not about quantity, it's it about quality. It absolutely is, yeah. For sure. Absolutely for sure, is. for sure. Yeah. Good. 
All right. So just a few things there. Just about a few. Your week. Well, you know, not yeah. as jam-packed as that, but a few a few notable things going on. Um, so uh, last week, my week was kind of punctuated in the middle uh, by having to do a little bit of copper sitting because uh, the bowls season has started up again, um, even though there are various things not going on and things that aren't going on and all the rest of it. Um, this is also pertinent to a story for, for the Dog Walking Digest later as well. But Mum and John had to go and do some bowls thing on Wednesday. Wednesday, can't remember what um so i had to go up and, and look after copper which was absolutely fine but it kind of when you are doing something that you wouldn't normally do during the week it can upset the rhythm a little bit of, of productivity yeah. so i got some stuff done but not as much as i would have done if i'd been sitting here obviously um but you know that's fine uh, not not an issue uh, with all of that <laughs> Um, but still, it was it was one of those things where it was like, oh, crikey, now it's Thursday. That's happened really fast. And this is one thing that I'm noticing at the moment is the weeks are going ridiculously oh, fast. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I just don't know what's going on. It's just flying by. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so that was uh, um, interesting. Got a few projects finished off last week, had a few good conversations with people. So I'm um, starting to feel like things are um not slowing down so much as um getting to a more manageable pace which is great because i'm mm. starting to be able to plug some of my stuff back in uh, as well yeah um not least sort of the the kind of the follow-up from all the um certified master persuader stuff i can't remember if i mentioned this last week i know i've told you but i can't remember if i mentioned it on the podcast about being asked to be a mentor for it the next did, yeah. cohort yes. yeah um mm. so it was sort yeah. of, you know getting ready to to um, do all of that stuff. Plus, we yeah. had um, a bribe training session. Uh, so Bushra basically bribed us, and we, we had to get some sales off the back of our um, CMP status, and then she'd let us have this training. Um, now, you know, if you've been around Bushra for any period of time, you'd know that it's a semi-serious bribe. So she wants you to do yeah. it, um, and you know, she could quite feasibly go, "No, you're not allowed in because you didn't." Um, but th there's a very good chance that if you sort of say, "Look, yeah." You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I, she'd let you in anyway. Um, so that was really good. And it, it sort of uh, helped keep the stuff kind of top of mind uh, and fresh for me. Uh, but what was really interesting was uh, I'd forgotten that the badge that I've got on my Facebook profile picture, um, I'd only set it for a month. Uh, and it came off, I think, yesterday. Um, and Facebook notified and said, oh, you've gone back to this profile picture. I thought, oh, no, I want it up again for a little while longer whilst I'm doing the mentoring stuff. Um, so I put it up again. Didn't really think anything of it. Didn't see that it showed up as a notification in my feed. And then I got all these extra people um, going, oh, congratulations. Well done. That's really good. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, I've seen that. I know. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, <laughs> and even people that saw it the first time around are going, hey, that's really good. Um, but uh, what was um, really, <laughs> really interesting, you're right, really interesting yeah. was... Um, the, Shut the blinds. Oh, is the sun coming? Sun? In yeah, what, you were telling us how wet it is. <laughs> Whilst you're choking on your tea. I know, I'm just coughing in amazement, you see. <laughs> that the sun's come out, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, having put that back up, uh, just to have it up there a little bit longer, um, and one of the people that um, uh, commented on it uh, is somebody that uh, I, I'm going to say used to know, um, but at the same time, uh, I don't want to give too much away because obviously people will be listening to this and, and can go and check my profile and all the rest of it. Um, but there were just a few comments on there uh, from people trying to um, demonstrate that they were also knowledgeable in this arena. Um, and it was just like, yeah, 
All right. You, you, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's, oh, yes, it's this up the other. Is it really? Mm, thanks for, for that, because, you know, this is not my first rodeo uh, learning about this stuff. But anyway, thank you for mansplaining that to me. Um, so <laughs> it was that was really interesting. But it's good that, you know, I've got, I've got the badge back up again so that I can, uh, you know, represent uh, and, and bring it forward. And it's been really great because I've had a couple of sessions with a couple of my fellow uh, master persuaders uh, just from different things that they've been offering uh, and one of them um, I had something called a soul audit uh, done which was Ooh. really interesting very woo woo I mean like much more woo woo oh, yeah um, and it's all it's all about sort of you know looking at the alignment of different things and what this means for you and and where things are at uh, at the moment and honestly I have to say it was spookily accurate um, in terms of some of the stuff that was coming out and you know it gives you kind of that reassurance. Uh, about oh that's why I'm doing these things this way it's a bit like a really good one of the really good personality profiling um, uh, tests is where you sort of you read the report and you go oh yeah how do they know that about me um, it was one of yeah. those uh, where which was sort of really interesting so that was a, a bit of fun but again I've got the recording and I'm listening to it over and over and thinking wow yeah that's really interesting for what that means for for me moving forward um and it's kind of um mm. gave me the uh impetus to, to think about things in a slightly different way which meant that i've been able to come up with effectively a new program uh, which will work uh, really well um as a program in its own right but also as a bonus to to the other stuff that i'm doing with the yeah. get that gang so uh, really happy yeah. with, with that one um <laughs> on when was it saturday morning so this is non-business now um, but Saturday morning, the people in the downstairs flat, they've had a real issue with their dog, which is a, a lurcher, um, keeps escaping from the garden. Okay. And there was, hey, Jim, uh, there was a fence uh, in between, a fence with a little gate in between our two sort of, you know, their back garden, my garden kind of thing. Um, but this it was really old and her, uh, the rain had got into the wood and all the rest of it. So it kept blowing open. So their dog kept escaping. Um, so they actually got some guys in to put some fencing up and they've completely fenced it over. Um, so it's like I come out of my front door and there's a fence like here uh, now, but all the hedge in front of, of um, uh, my front door uh, is all it's dying. It needs replacing. So I said to the guys that were doing the fencing, um, you know, do us a quote uh, for the rest of it. Because, uh, you know, might as well all the rest of it. Uh, but I was on my way out and, and uh, up to mum, so I wasn't coming back again. Um, but they, they were sort of, you know, uh, laughing around with it. And uh, I couldn't quite hear what they were saying. But, you know, they were putting out really ridiculous high numbers in the thousands and that kind of thing. And I was going, oh, what was that? A fiver? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a fiver. Yeah, sure. You can do it for a fiver. Like this. So I was expecting to come back yesterday to a piece of paper through the door saying you know we think it'll be about this much uh, which would be a good starter point nothing and i'm thinking do they think i was joking because i'm not joking about this i really do want a quote to get the fencing done but you know because we were having a bit of a laugh about it i didn't know if they thought i didn't really mean it but it's like no every time i go out my front door now i've just got this dead hedge in front of me which is going to blow away sooner or later so you know i need something done um so yeah, yeah. so uh, i shall have to follow that up um, uh, at some point uh, on there and then the only other stuff to to talk about from uh last week um is i had my second jab done yesterday i heard yes i know I very excited 
<laughs> FOMO about getting a second job. And I yeah, have to yeah. say, had it done at um, uh, 3.30 uh, in the afternoon, uh, no side effects at all, don't feel any different. You know, tiny, yeah. tiny bit sore in my yeah. arm, but that was mainly because the, the nurse that was doing it was not as gentle as the first time around. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it was really weird because I sort of got in there, didn't have to queue as long. Um, I mean, it wasn't really a queue last time. We talked previously about how I jumped yeah. that queue anyway, um, but was able to go, uh, you know, stood outside for a couple of minutes maybe and, and then was able to go in. And um, and she was sort of saying to me, you know, relax your arm. Uh, and I was I was trying to clean my glasses. So I sort of put my arm down. Like, no, no, relax your arm. And that, that is relaxed. And I don't think that was the right answer because she just stuck it in. Um, and so <laughs> a little bit more painful um, than the first one. But other than that, absolutely fine. No problem at all. So, oh, you know, brilliant. if anything, hopefully that gives you reassurance for, for it does, your second well, one. It fits in with what everybody's been saying and what the scientists said didn't you mm -hmm. about you know about the astrazeneca being a much smaller dose but you know i'm firmly convinced now that i haven't got my uh invitation for my second one now because they've probably looked at my name gone, we don't want that not back <laughs> don't bring her back she's going to bring us all her stories of her side effects and all that kind of stuff i was i was <laughs> thinking of you thinking well you know uh, maybe I should let you know. And I thought, no, I'll leave it till this morning because there's really nothing to say other than, you know, just had it done yeah. and it's fine. Um, so I can't exactly. imagine uh, that you'll you'll get side effects again. I really hope you oh. don't because you, you suffered a little bit the first time around, didn't you? After just all that palaver. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, dear. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. So, yeah. So yeah. that was my Never week. Uh, so, you know, but, oh, good stuff pretty full as well but it's all good so in seven to ten days i should be properly immunized and you know just about enough time for another variant to come about and go oh no, no right anyway should we move on to move on. top of mind topic to today sharon and this this is yours yes isn't it so uh, please do introduce well, it tell us all about it it was just something that just leapt out at me over the weekend when i was you know reading a book mm -hmm. health warrior here uh steve chamlet this is a book that i've actually had had um had for a while I've, I've read it probably two this probably is my third reading okay and for some reason it just you know i have books they yeah. sit on the shelf and they they just sort of they call to you don't yeah. they and they were just like read me read me again read me again. yeah and the, the thing about this book as well i just i've got another one of his on the way mm -hmm. which was the other thing i did over the weekend i just ordered tons of books yeah i had a had an amazon spree uh -huh. so i got a big stack coming and he's written uh, quite a few, so I've got some more of his. But I just love the feel of this book. Yeah. It's just, I just love the feel of it. <laughs> it's the quite way, substantial, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. It's just, you know, some books are like that. Yeah. It's just really silky and, yeah, very nice. Oh, anyway. okay. <laughs> so, but, anyway. <laughs> so, this, um, this chapter was about, it was entitled, um, What If I Am Too Shy To Let People Know What My Service Is? Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, I started reading it, and this this really chimed in with something we've been discussing a little little bit behind the scenes yeah. over the last few weeks about oh these people who just complain when you send emails or they say there's too many emails and the rest of it, and it can make people feel as though they shouldn't be you know talking about this stuff, telling anybody mm -hmm. about anything. I know. So so they, just listen to this this is a little story which kind of makes the point okay and then there's another little bit which did make me laugh out loud which i will come to but the first bit is okay there is a village and you are its newest resident you have just moved to this village you are a doctor you don't tell anyone you're a doctor 
because you don't want to come across as looking superior to the other villagers. So you settle into your small home in the village. The neighbours like you because you're humble and self-effacing. One night, you hear a disturbance in the cottage next to yours. Human voices, some yells, then silence. You look out your window. All seems quiet. All seems okay. The next morning, you see an ambulance pull away from their door. You step out outside and ask, what happened? A little girl died last night. She had a seizure and no one knew what to do. The nearest hospital is 100 miles away. She died. You could have saved her life rather easily, but they didn't know you were a doctor. Self-promote. I'd rather die or <laughs> let other people die. Mm -hmm. It is a service for people to know who you are and what you do. It is not bragging. Stay focused on whether something is a service, not on whether you will be liked or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Absolutely. after that, this was the bit that made me made me laugh out loud in another chapter. Um, telling the village that you're a doctor and a very qualified one at that goes against all your years of social training and programming. Talking about audio programs in a book carries the same taboo in inverted commas. He just entered the sleaze zone, exclamation mark. He lost his credibility right there. Previously... I had seen him as an altruistic man out to heal the planet's poverty. But talking about his audios showed me who he really is. <laughs> Satan. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Disproportionate response, anybody. <laughs> and I was literally sat here just laughing my head off. And then I thought, I've got to talk about that in the podcast. Definitely. That is so Oh, it's so true as well. I mean, it's Isn't just it? ridiculous. It really is. Um, you know, if if somebody says, oh, I've got this thing or that thing, and people pipe up with, uh, oh, well, you know, I, th I thought you were doing it for the good of humanity and all this kind of thing. Oh, shut up. I mean, it's about, it's like the same argument that people had during the first lockdown, which was, oh, you should give all your stuff away for free because everybody's suffering and people are losing their jobs and all the rest of it. No. No, 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 no. Why should I make my business worse because other people are suffering? It's not a zero-sum game. It's, you know, if, it, if my stuff can help people, then my business needs to keep going uh, with that. And I'm not saying put your prices up as a result. I'm just saying don't, you know, feel like you have to give everything away for free. I know that's a slight tangent to what we're talking about today, which is, you know, the importance of self-promotion, but it's a similar lines, right? It's kind yeah. of like, where do yeah. people get this idea that it's, you know, it's somehow it's... wrong to say, I do this thing and I'm good at it. Yeah, it's just, and, and but doesn't that story about the doctor just yeah. make the point perfectly? Completely. It's just like, Come on, nobody knows you knew mm. who you were because you were too yeah. scared to tell anybody. Exactly. You know, and it's like, yeah. it, it's just, so if you've got this thing that is of incredible value, why wouldn't you want to share that with mm -hmm. everybody? It is not wrong. Yeah. It is not culturally unacceptable. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's just fine. And um, the other thing, um, I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but if I have, it's worth hearing again. But the other um, 
way that I heard somebody talk about this. So again, another woo-woo thing that I'm doing, which I will, when I get to the end of it, six months, when I get to the end of it, I will, I will review right. it. So I won't say okay. too much about it uh, at the moment. Mm -hmm. But the person who runs the course, who runs the program, I always remember her um, a few months ago when I came across something that she was talking about, about this, about this culture of, of not being acceptable to sell because you don't want to offend anybody. And she described it as being, okay, can you imagine that you go into your town, um, you know, in the days when shops were open, they are now, but you go into your town and you, you go in there for the specific purpose um, you've got this big event coming up, like a wedding or something, and you want to buy, like me when I was looking for Amy's graduation yeah. dress, you know, something specific that you just really want to go and buy. And it's in a certain shop, you know, and you set aside the whole day to go, and you're really excited about going, and you get there. And then when you get there, it's shut, and there's a big notice on the door, and it says, sorry, we are not open today because we don't want to offend you with selling. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's so true. I, yeah. Like, this is just so brilliant. Yeah. It's just completely it's the same thing. Complete. It's exactly why the same do thing. Do I don't know. I mean, why? Why do we do this? Where do? Where does it come from? Where does it come from? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think there is a little bit of um, gender bias uh, in there, insofar as um, you know, it, it seems that generally uh, and there are statistics to back this up i'm not making it up not uh, you know uh, talking about it for the sake of proving a point there are statistics mm. to back up the fact that if um uh there's a job description say if a man looks at it and is qualified at maybe 60 percent of the things that are being asked for he will go for it anyway whereas if a woman looks mm. at it and is qualified for 60 percent of the things she won't because she's not qualified enough Right. So I do think there is some kind of gender bias in there, which says to little girls, don't boast, don't talk about what you're good at. That's not what girls do. That's not what women do. Women shouldn't talk about the things that they're good at. Um, and, you know, I, I feel that quite keenly from from early doors where, you know, I was one of those children that was good at lots of things. And it became very, very obvious to me very, very quickly that people didn't like it when I talked about the things I was good at, good at. And so I learned to not talk about it. And I learned mm. to not say, I can do that, I can help with that, I can, you know, whatever. And I still feel it now. And, you know, there there are still things, lots of things that I know I'm good at and I, can know, I know I can help people with. Yeah. But sometimes I catch myself not saying anything because it's like, oh, that might be a bit boastful. Uh, it might come across as sort of, you know, people people might get annoyed that, um, you know, I can help or I can I can do this as yeah, well as doing that. that, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's weird, and that it? is the thing that is a massive blockage, isn't it, for for us as business owners? You know, how many times do we not, you know, we've probably got so many ideas mm. that a lot of them don't ever come to fruition. Yeah. Um, because we're so scared of, of putting them out there. We're so scared of telling anybody about about this idea or this program or this thing or mm -hmm. this training course that can help. Yeah. But it's this blockage about, I don't want to offend, I don't want to offend anybody by telling anybody about it. I know. Well, how does anybody, how does anybody ever make any money in business anyway <laughs> if we don't? Because yeah. that's, you need to tell people about it. Because yeah. You know, um, 
you know, I bought a new car at the at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, last week and the weekend before. It, it sounds a bit because I had my car and I would change it every three or four years, and you know, they would ring me up and say, "Do you want to buy it or do you want to change it or whatever?" Yeah, and um, and you know, absolutely brilliant. You know, they rang me up and said, "You know, do you want to? What do you want to do?" and you know, great customer service. It was all done very easily. I didn't have to go anywhere. Did it all on video. Um, and then when I decided about the car, I actually said to them, I don't, I'm not coming to get it because I live in Wales now. And they were like, oh, okay. Oh, well, we'll deliver it. I'm like, yeah, great. Okay. So they're literally going to turn up tomorrow and take my old one away nice. and deliver this new car. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, but it was their duty to tell me about that, yeah. to offer me the that they, they they could they can't just sit there i don't want to contact sharon because um you <laughs> know, think I, I know she's something. coming up for a new car but i don't i don't really want to tell her completely. about it because she's offended completely so I'm trying to you know i mean i welcomed it it was amazing mm. it was lovely to hear from i mean but, it was, there's something about yeah this. But this is the thing right this is the thing the yeah. people that get offended by emails that say i've got this thing are you interested even when, and we had this with more than membership, didn't we? Uh, I put wow. a massive great big button on every single email that says, if you don't want to hear about this thing, press this button and we won't talk to you about it. Because it is conceivable that some people just aren't interested in learning yeah. about membership. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. We need to know that so we don't uh, send you this email. Um, but you still had a handful of people unsubscribing without using that button but unsubscribing completely and then going oh it's spam no it isn't it is not spam it is telling people about something that you have that might be able to help them and they've got the opportunity there to go no this isn't for me how simple is that it actually takes more effort to click on the other unsubscribe button and to then click on another button that says this is spam i mean you know that to me is just bonkers and those people would never were never going to be your buyers anyway. And frankly, even if they turned around and said, oh, actually, I've changed my mind, I want it now, I would I would counsel you to say, no, I'm not going to sell it to you. Yeah, Cause, but, you know. It, but, you know, but please, we have to, you know, business owners who are listening to this, you know, please, you've got to get away from this mindset that you are going to be offending people. Yeah. Because if you are if you adopting that mindset, you just never, nobody's ever going to, absolutely yeah. you've got to people it doesn't happen by magic it's like i was talking about this in more than membership and saying you know this theory a lot of the time that you know if you build it they will come well they won't mm-hmm. if you don't tell anybody about it exactly same for online courses absolutely right absolutely right and you know same for online courses same for websites same for anything that you put out in your business if you don't tell people about it they will not find it for sure for sure, for sure. And, you know, I mean, I would go so far as to say anybody that tries to say they are offended by you talking about stuff that might be able to help them, uh, when you don't know uh, whether or not that is the case, if they try and tell you they're offended by it, then, um, you know, there's one of two things going on. Either they're jealous uh, of what they perceive to be your success or your ability uh, to talk about it, in which case it's their stuff, or... They are never going to be your buyer in the first place. They're just there because they kind of, you know, couldn't be bothered to look at what they were signing up for in the first place. And, you know, mm. anybody anybody that says, oh, I'm offended by that. No, I absolutely but, do not accept that as a reason for, for rejecting somebody's well, I, email. 
But what I don't understand, and this is goes to the the heart of really what I'm trying to say here, is that I don't understand why somebody would be offended yeah. by somebody, hmm. you know, trying to reach out, telling them about something that may or may not be of interest. Yeah. You know, but they're just reaching out. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. what is offended. Now, there are plenty of things to be offended about in the world. <laughs> yeah. But somebody trying to make an honest living mm-hmm. oh, and, do, and doing it in such a way that yeah. that you that you have is not one of them in my book i mean i'm not saying that i'd be interested in every single email that is sent to me or every single phone call or, or whatever obviously i'm not but i'm not offended by it no exactly i just i just go uh-huh. okay that i'm good on them because they are you know they're they're they're, they're trying to make a living and provide for their exactly. family and all the rest of it i don't no, i don't understand i I, I have a, a level <laughs> a level of derision reserved for people that try and tell, say that they're offended by these things i mean grow up and get a life is is where i'm going with that because it is not offensive to have these things and if you're trying to say it's offensive oh, it, it's... there's something wrong with you you need to go and sort yourself out because honestly it's just it's ridiculous and it's it's nasty it's downright nasty. Those people that, you know, clicked unsubscribe and tried to call your stuff spam uh, were being nasty. There's no two ways about it. And, you know, you don't want that kind of person on your list anyway, frankly. Uh, you know, they're, it's somebody doing something just to be malicious or spiteful uh, about it. It's not offensive. Mm-hmm. It might not be of interest to you, but that's not the same thing. But it's not offensive. Exactly. You know, nobody's trying to harm you. No. Nobody's put anything out there ill intentions no, exactly they're just, you know, I, I just and, and i i when people you know send me emails or send me you know linkedin messages or, or whatever all the time and and i don't as i say even if i'm, I'm not always interested I, I i find them all quite uplifting and well good, good on them at least they're trying yeah. to do something they're trying to make something happen they are you know mm-hmm. but you know what i do find offensive is maybe somebody giving unsolicited feedback yeah. or, or or saying I've, I've, it's a spam complaint when it isn't yeah that that, that that's yes. offensive. ironically we're yes just, <laughs> you're allowed to be offended trying, yeah just trying to i know make a living i know is, is, i know it's not completely yeah, so completely that probably turned into a little bit of a rant and i didn't mean it to but it's about <laughs> you know please it's all about do not get these you know mm-hmm. let these blocks get in the way totally because, you know you have a duty uh, to yourself to your business mm-hmm. to your clients to your potential clients to tell people about the things that could potentially help them and you know we're all grown-ups let them make their own decisions yeah. about whether they want to take that on board or not mm-hmm. but don't just not put it out there because you're worried about offending them i know i know because, yeah, I mean, the, the people that are likely to use being offended as an excuse are not people you want on your list in the first place. Um, so, you know, just uh, wish them well, send them on their way with love and a kick up the backside. Um, anyway, anyway, Dog Walking Digest. Book. Anyway. Yes, good book. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Dog Walking Digest. Yeah. Um, oh, goodness me. Jen, <laughs> talk about to the vets on... on um, when was it? Thursday. Mm-hmm. So obviously she'd had a week of the antibiotics, um, the two lots, one for the arthritis yes. and two for this weird breathless cough thing that she's got. 
Um, so I said to the vet, I said, fantastic. I said, the arthritis thing, oh, my God, what a difference that's made. She's, you know, got tons more energy. Good. Um, clearly not in pain. So that's really, yeah. really good. The other thing really not made any difference whatsoever. Hmm. Um, so he did a, another examination. He basically says that he can't, they don't really know what it is. Hmm. And so <laughs> it's clearly not a heart because the heart is like really strong. Um they thought it was something on the lung, but clearly it isn't because the antibiotic would have, yeah. should have addressed that. It's not. Um, so they said, really, the only other option is to do like a further investigation, but don't really want to do that because they'd have to yeah. put her under a general anaesthetic and not really at her age want to do that. So if it's not really causing her any problem, yeah. which isn't, just kind of leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that, but and then so they charged me fifty quid for the privilege, and that remember I was supposed to take her back to yeah. have the vaccinations done as well, and they're like, oh, we can't, we can't do those. We'll, we'll just give it an extra week to for wait for the antibiotics course to properly finish. So I've got to go back again next week, which is another way. If I'd have done the, if I'd have done the trip in one, it wouldn't have been so. Much no, fun. quite. Well, anyway, so there's that, and but then on Saturday. She suddenly started bleeding. Oh no! From her bottom. Oh no! Oh dear! <laughs> Spots of blood everywhere. I was like, "Oh my god!" So I got into panic. So I rang the vet again and talked over the phone. And uh, they said, "You know, they seem to think it was a medication. Possibly it could be a side effect." Yeah. Huh. Uh, but uh, anyway, but then it, it then it stopped, and she hasn't had it since. So. Okay. Again, I'll just you know, check her over properly on Thursday yeah. when it uh, when it happens. But uh, have to say, well, when you go to the vet, are we are the vets? They're always so younger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like that. They just seem to get younger and younger. It's like I look at them and I go, how many years vets are supposed to train for? At least seven years, aren't they? Or five I don't years? know. Yeah. Why do you only look about 18? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid that's... that's... You know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's a bit of a side effect of getting older, isn't it? Everybody know, in authority suddenly you... looks younger. <laughs> but I just bets in particular, they always like really... They always look like they're fresh out of yeah. vet school. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple at, at um, our old vets because uh, we haven't signed up to the new ones yet, but they weren't young, young. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I do know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, so, um, you know, Jem is uh, uh, okay, but... She's all right, yeah. yeah, she's fine. So, but, you know, just like it's costing me money, that's all. <laughs> Dogs are very good at that, aren't they? Very good at that. Well, Scamp's well, he's, uh, he's all good. Uh, we had... Um, uh, more dog sitting well what was supposed to be dog sitting yesterday so this it's <laughs> this was a bit of a saga uh yesterday so um i normally go up for to mum and john's for sunday lunch anyway uh and end up going up on saturday afternoon and and staying over and all the rest of it that's fine that's just you know we'd been in a bubble throughout lockdown and all that kind of stuff but yesterday was supposed to be they had church in the morning um and then there was some kind of i didn't know churches have agms apparently so they had an agm to go to afterwards and then there was something to do with john's the church warden and they had to do a presentation for somebody who was stopping being a church warden and all this kind of stuff and then there was another meeting about something else anyway the long and the short of it was they were originally both supposed to be going to Dorchester to play a bowls match. Um, And the forecast wasn't brilliant, but of course you can't, 
just say, oh, I'm not going to turn up because the weather's not brilliant. You have to wait for somebody to actually call the game off. And, and mum was saying, oh, I really hope they do, really hope they do. But because they were going to be out, we were going to be eating later than normal anyway. So normally we would have Sunday lunch around about sort of two-ish, something like that. Um, so we were planning not to eat until about sort of uh, six originally which was when they thought they would be back from the bowls match. So mum had done all the prep in the morning. All I had to do uh, was go and get my jab, come back and make sure everything was put on and, and, and all the rest of it. Fine, no, no biggie, no problem. Um, but then just before, literally two minutes before John was due to, to leave um, to get to the church, they got a phone call from one of their friends who said that there had been thunder and lightning and all sorts going on in Dorchester. The green over there was flooded, so the match was off. Um. So that was like, oh, okay, so that actually makes things uh, a yeah. little bit better um, in terms of uh, you know not having to to worry about rushing around because they wouldn't have had any chance to get anything to eat and John is diabetic so mum needed to take snacks for him and, and all this kind of stuff um, and it meant that for me I didn't have to worry about right what temperature do I put the meat on before I go out to get my jab and then come back and, and all the rest of it yeah. um, so it was all kind of you know everything was rearranged and and but it meant that mum and I got to walk the dogs together which is nice um, uh, rather than me having to to walk both of them on my own uh, on Sunday so that was all fine didn't think too too much of it but when we came back from the dog walk mum's cousin Janice uh, who lives in Bournemouth as well she lives in Ferndown now but um, you know in the yeah. area she um, had dropped in on her way back from her side of the family having a um, some kind of get together or something, um, a, a meal out. And the irony being that it took her longer to drive there than the actual meal lasted um, because... <laughs> And it, was, it was just very weird. It was her uncle Bernard, um, who apparently they had their main course, and then the waiter came back over, as waiters do, to say, "Would anybody like to see the dessert menu?" And he pops up, "Oh no, everybody's really, really full. Thanks very much. We'll just have the bill." And Janice is sitting there going, "Actually, I quite like pudding, but anyway." You know. <laughs> uh, so her meal, the time she was actually sat down with her family was less than the time it took her to drive there and certainly less than the time it took her to drive there and drive oh. back. Anyway, she passed by the road to Mum and John's on her way back from, from wherever it was she went. Um, so she decided to drop in. So she was there when we got back from, from the dog walk um, and uh, parked across my uh, across the driveway so I couldn't get my car out. So it's like, hi, Janice, lovely to see you, but you need to move your car because I've got to go for my jab. Um, so that was all fine. She was still there when I got back. Um, and of course, we weren't eating till later. Um, and because of the rearrangement, we decided to bring it forward to about five o'clock, which is the normal dog eating time, right? So this is this is significant. So we convinced her to stay, if only to have a bit of pudding. Uh, so we had nice roast, all the rest of it, all had pudding. Yep, fine, all the rest of it. She had asked us about half past four, oh, what time do these normally get fed? Oh, funnily enough, about five o'clock, we say. Didn't think anything more of it until I started packing up to go home. And I'm looking at Scamp's box of food, and I always take enough for the three meals that he's going to have. And I'm looking at it going, why have I got food left over? Oh, my God, we haven't fed the dogs. This was 10 o'clock. <laughs> 10 o'clock last night. And neither of them. I know. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, they're fine. But neither of them had created much of a fuss. It was just, you know, looking back on it now, it's like, why was he looking at me expectantly every time I went into the kitchen? Oh, that's why, because he thought <laughs> I was getting up to feed him. <laughs> it's like, right, so what do I do? Do I feed him before we go in the car? Or do I feed him when we get home? But we're not going to get home until gone 11. Uh, you know, so I ended up feeding him there. But it was just like, oh, no, bad dog mummy. 
that's not good. I have this is this is only the second time ever. I know, but it's only the second time ever I've forgotten to feed him. So that's not bad in six years. And and the first time I forgot, I properly forgot. It wasn't until the next morning. It's like how come? Uh, oh my god, I didn't feed you last night. But you know, so yeah, so bad, bad dog mummy yeah. uh, as far as that one's concerned. But uh, the the other story is kind of connected to to dog walking. Uh, insofar as um, we were on the dog walk this morning and I'm sure I've explained before but for anybody that doesn't know I live on the corner by some traffic lights so we have to cross over the traffic lights to to walk down to the park Um, and very often the way that the traffic flows people come around the corner from uh, uh, the road that I'm on the corner of uh, and then see that they can't get across the boxed area the hatched uh, box area um so they stop but people don't always realize that where they stop before the boxed area is actually a pedestrian crossing which is where we cross now if you're standing there i don't think there's a huge amount of excuse for not realizing but anyway sometimes people do so this young lad in one of the really old ford ford ka's um you know the little um the tiny ones um came around the corner this morning whilst we're waiting at the traffic lights and the van there are three or four vans went through the final van that went through really shouldn't have done because he was then blocking the traffic coming from the other direction this little lad stops on the pedestrian crossing it's like all right well as long as you stay there we can walk around you when when the green man comes that's no problem but instead, he realised that he was kind of, you know, stopping in the, in the middle of all the rest of it. He didn't realise, as it turns out, that he was stopping on a pedestrian crossing. Because then the traffic in front of him started to move as it fed in and fed around. So he went to go forward so that he'd get out the way, but didn't realise that it wasn't moving far enough forward to stop him being on the on the patched area. So then, literally, as the green man comes on, he chucks it into reverse and starts reversing back over the pedestrian crossing. <laughs> What are you doing? And then all of a sudden, he's sort of, you know, he's driving in his car. He looks at me like, oh, like this. It's like, just stop. Just stop where you are. I will walk around. Don't be doing this. It's like, wow, that's a bad start to your Monday morning, isn't it? You know, you, you, not only did you get it wrong, you got it really wrong. It's like, okay, nobody's oh, hurt. You, you won't be doing that again, matey, will you? But it's just, what are yeah. you doing? It's just like, okay, well, he's gone now. Don't have to worry about it. Like, like, what's going on? We're just about to cross the road and you're reversing into us. It's like, oh, blimey. Anyway, all was anyway. well. All was well after that. But it's just like, oh, man, that, oh. that's the worst one I've seen for a long time. An <laughs> awfully long time. Anyway. Anyway, that's anyway. it. Shall we? Uh, that's it. I think we're done. I think we are <laughs> after all that excitement. Well, brilliant. Thank you as normal for your uh, time and patience uh, listening to us or watching us. If you are on YouTube, you're very welcome. Uh, and I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. It did get a little bit ranty, didn't it? But anyway, it it's been a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all good fun. So uh, if you have any comments, any thoughts, any uh, anything you'd like to, to either hear us talk about in the future or you'd like to make a point about, uh, about things that have come up in today's episode please do get in touch with us you can either comment on the youtube video or uh, you can find us when this is put out uh, towards the end of the week on any of the channels whether it's a page or a group um, you know you'll find it somewhere uh, or you can always go and find it on the website of course but uh, thank you for that and we'll see you again next week take care yeah, take care bye, bye now